0: You are Locked On Eagles, your daily podcast on the Philadelphia Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Alright, here we go. I am Teron Davenport and you are now tuned in to the only daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Locked on Eagles, that's what it is. Today what we're going to do is go through the Seattle Seahawks offense. We talk a lot about what the defense brings to the table, but the offense is very good as well. So we're going to look at them and just kicking things off. I mean, when you look at this quarterback, Russell Wilson, he is definitely playing Uh, Really good football coming off an outstanding game against the New England Patriots out there in Foxborough. And when you look at him for the season, Russell Wilson has uh, done pretty well. Uh, You know, not as good as he normally uh, does, you know, by his standards. But he's played in the position very effectively. 66.8% passes completed. 2,442 yards, 10 touchdowns, 2 interceptions. That's a, a pretty... Good intercept touchdown-to-interception ratio. So Russell Wilson is able to buy time in the pocket, extend plays, and, and this is a week where they have to really plaster themselves to the Se- Seahawks' receivers. The Eagles defensive backs will definitely have their hands full because Wilson has a way of extending a play, you know, breaking outside of the pocket and launching a deep ball to a guy like a uh, Doug Baldwin or Tyler Lockett, those type of guys. So there are definitely options for them. Uh, Russell Wilson is playing really well. He's getting healthy again also. So that's the key. Jordan Hicks talked about, you know, some of the things that Wilson presents, you know, as far as his ability to run to pass and those type of things. And, And, you know, he did did say that when he has a lane, he will tuck it and run it, so uh, by all means they they know that that it's time to be focused you know and be disciplined in that rushing lane, so that's something that Russell Wilson forces you to have to do now when you look at the running backs it's pretty interesting because you know this is a team that just released Christine Michael and um Michael rather, and uh, now you have c j Procis a guy who a lot of us, you know, our football game plan, we were pretty high on him uh, just coming out of Notre Dame. He was very impressive as far as being able to catch the football and run with it. Uh, he, he's a, an all-around running back, a, a very good receiving back, and he just really has come into his own. And he's now the, the starting running back, and it actually got them to release Michael, which was a, a, a shock, you know. But you look at behind him, you have Alex Collins and Thomas Rawls. Thomas Rawls, mainly, you know, he's a very tough runner. He was the primary back when Marshawn Lynch was out last year. So he, they have experience at running back. They like to run that football, that physical style that Thomas Rawls brings. That's something that that crowd will get behind it. They, they love that physical running. I mean, you look at, they caused an earthquake, for heaven's sake, in that divisional game against the, the uh, New Orleans Saints you know, back when uh, Marshawn had that long run. So that's definitely something to, to to look at. You know, that running back position is solid. And then just looking at the offensive line, these guys, you know, this is a group of guys that, you know, no one really pops out to you. Uh, Jermaine Fidi, he was a, a, a high draft pick. But when you look at Bradley Sowell, Mark Lewinsky, Justin Britt, Gary Gilliam, these are all guys who are are, you know, just, Middle of the run, offensive lineman, but they do just enough to give Russell Wilson that time to be able to to make things happen um, in, in the pocket or even on the run. Now I will say this: Russell Wilson has been sacked twenty nine times this year, so that is uh, definitely excessive. But when you look at what he's able to do, you know, behind that offensive line and them being able to move, you know, out in space and and, and block for him as as he you know tries to make plays happen you know on the run that's definitely something that that you know comes into play so they're able to get decent play out of the offensive line but it's nothing spectacular, and I think this is an area that the Eagles can take advantage of because that front four definitely will outweigh that that offensive line. I think they they are better a better group, so they could get that pressure. They just have to be disciplined rushing the quarterback. Tight end wise, you have Jimmy Graham, who what? <laughs> I don't really have to say much about him. You know, we got a guy that's 6'6", 230, or two hundred forty, whatever he is, that could be just an absolute red zone threat. Uh, or just a threat all over. You know, he's a guy to use a lot like a wide receiver. So the safeties are going to be, you know, really have a, a task. The, the linebackers, whoever should match up against them, they're they're going to have a, a big-time job on their hands. So we'll see what Jimmy Graham is able to do. He's someone that's coming back into his own. He he was catching a lot of passes before he got injured, and, and now he's come back. And he's, he's a guy that, you know, a lot of people compare to Rob Gronkowski. And he, he's a guy that's, you know, a big matchup nightmare for opposing defenses. Eagles are going to have a, a tall task in, in stopping Jimmy Graham and that Seahawks uh, offense. But then again, at the same time, you got Luke Wilson also. You know, he's a guy that, that's able to, to make some things happen as well. But um, it's just going to be, you know, a, a lot of three-receiver sets. That's what they like to do, you know, with, with and and Tyler Lockett. So um, before we get into the receivers, we'll just wrap it up with the tight ends. And, and Nick Vanette out of Ohio State is another guy I, I liked coming out. You know, he doesn't really play that much, but, you know, again, this tight end group is is, is complete. You know, Jimmy Graham, a, as the leader, definitely is able to make things happen. Looking at the receivers, they have an underrated group. And I, I tell you what, Doug Baldwin, we'll start off with him. He's a guy that that play he plays that position angry, and, and, and you know how we talked about uh, a couple of weeks ago, where you would like to see Dorial Green Beckham play with more tenacity, uh, uh, be more ferocious as a receiver, more demanding. Well, this little guy right here, Doug Baldwin, is all of that. That's what he does. And, you know, I, I remember when Deion Sanders called the Seahawks group of receivers. All right, and wow, the Doug Ball would take offense to that. I, I talked to him at the at the Super Bowl media day, and uh, he he really took offense, and and he said that you know he wanted to make it a mission to show Deion Sanders and others that doubt him that that he is more than just all right. And last year he had ten touchdowns, so that definitely shows. And he's someone that that's you know he he could really make things happen with the football in his hands. This is the guy. That really makes those downfield plays with with Russell Wilson. You know they run that QB drill very, very well. So Doug Baldwin's an outstanding receiver. He he's someone to watch out for. I like the matchup though. I I like uh, Jalen Mills going against him. I can't wait to see that because you talk about two competitors, man. They're they're going to go at it for sure. So that'll be a nice matchup. We'll see if McKelvin is healthy or not, uh, as well as uh you know Nolan Carroll with the concussion protocol. But just looking at the other receivers, Jermaine Curse is the other starter. He's a bigger physical type of receiver. He's a guy, undrafted free agent, you know, uh, and um, he came in and he earned a spot. And, you know, Curse, he has a knack for making that that big-time catch. You know, he has a knack for making the acrobatic catch. I've seen him do that a couple times, obviously the one in the Super Bowl where he showed superb concentration, you know, catching that ball as he fell to the ground to set up that, play in which, you know, uh, Malcolm Butler was able to intercept the the pass on the goal line. But he set all of that up with that deep uh, catch that he made. So when you look at uh, uh, Jermaine Kirsch you know, like I said, he's a possession guy. He, he should be someone that they'll be able to match up to very well. I don't think that'll be an issue for this uh, Eagles defensive back core. Um, Tyler Lockett, however, this is a guy that could he'll make you miss in the phone booth, man. He's very shifty. His route running is outstanding. His father played for the Chiefs, uh, Kevin Lockett. Uh, he also had an, an uncle who played at Kansas State, Aaron Lockett. Uh, K- Tyler broke all of their records, and it's it funny, you know, when you watch this guy, when you see him, he's not one of those bigger receivers. You know, he's very undersized, but he will go up and attack the football at his highest point. He makes uh plays in space, you know, he he's uh effective in in the return game as well. Tyler Lockett could could be used on jet sweeps, reverses, and he works that slot position as well as outside. That's a receiver to watch out for. Me personally, I think he could be the biggest key for them to this to this game because just what he's able to do as a playmaker. Uh just to wrap it up with the receivers, Paul Richardson is another guy that, you know, has come out uh, he coming out of Colorado, you know, he's fought injuries, but he made his way back into the mix of things. And he's a guy that that you know brings a speed element to to the um, Seahawks receivers. He he's a deep threat, but he just hasn't really found his own as far as um, you know um, being a part of that rotation and and having a true impact on what they're able to do. Uh, statistically, when you look at this offense. You know, they they are pretty solid. You know, they, they're balanced. Uh, it, it's funny because they need to incorporate the rushing game a little bit more, you know, while I say they're balanced. But when you have a guy like Russell Wilson, you always have to worry about the run. You know, you have the read options. Um, you have a lot of those type of things that come into play. You, you look at their total rushing yards, 699 and they're averaging 3.3 yards per carry. So the running game is always an element, but they're not doing it as effectively as a lot of other teams. But again, C.J. size, you know, he aims to turn that thing around as well as, as Russell Wilson. You know, Russell Wilson is not running the ball the same as, as he has in the past as far as you know, being that dynamic dual threat. But you still have to be concerned about them. Uh, Receiving-wise, you look at uh, Doug Baldwin. He has 50 catches, 629 yards, five touchdowns. He leads the team in touchdowns, followed up by Jimmy Graham with 42 for 593, and he has three touchdowns. So when you look at this receiving group, you know you have guys like Kurs Lockett. You know they're both in in the 20 catch range, uh, 300 yards. Neither of them have scored a touchdown this year. But you look at C.J. Pro size, he's averaging 13.5 yards per catch, 15 receptions, 203 yards. And then again, getting back to uh, Paul Richardson, he's averaging 16.6 yards a catch. So this is a team that they can do some things, you know, when, when they're given the opportunity. They mainly live off of that that defense, which is very similar to what the Eagles do, so It'll be an interesting game. We'll go over the defense tomorrow. Want to just touch base with you about the the offense that the Seahawks uh, bring to the table and what the Eagles could do to stop them. The main thing is just contain Russell Wilson, plaster to the receivers, and you're going to have to find a way to minimize Jimmy Graham. So those are three quick-hitting things that that they could do, and uh, that's the show. I'm your host, Teron Davenport. I appreciate you tuning in. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at T Davenport underscore NFL, as well as the Locked On Eagles podcast on iTunes and Audio Boom. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about the defense. We are out of here. the list.